0: Women are mean to other women. They call each other names, they act bitchy, they socially ostracize each other, they cheat with each other's partners. Women are capable of committing these female-on-female crimes. But who's to blame? Could it be that all of this negative behavior from women should be blamed on women? Or somehow is this gonna be men's fault? I'm gonna read you some excerpts from this article called The Patriarchal Arena the competition between women that destroys the feminist movement from within. We live in a society where women are pitted against each other without remorse. Women are constantly placed in positions where they are directly compared to the women next to them. A society that constantly emotionally beats down women who do not fit the image of perfection, we are constantly judged for our actions and decisions in a way that many men aren't. This bothers me so much because it tries to paint it as if the main reason why women are mean to other women, why they compete, why they act all bitchy, is because of our patriarchal society. Men. And I hate that perspective because it is so anti-science. Women have been competing with other women since the beginning of time. It's always been that way, it's hardwired into their biology. Men didn't make women be mean to each other, You can't blame everything on the patriarchy. It is just extraordinary that even when women are mean to other women, men are still somehow to blame. I want to debunk this idea. I want to talk about the evolutionary psychology behind female aggression. So to do that, scientifically, I'm going to summarize the results of three academic studies. These studies prove that competition and aggression is innate to women and that you can't blame men or the patriarchy. You wanna stay tuned for the final study. It is particularly interesting. All right, our first study is called Attunement to the Fertility Status of Same-Sex Rivals, Women's Testosterone Responses to Olfactory Ovulation Cues. This study was all about smelling the t-shirts of women at various stages in their ovulation cycle. They took the t-shirts from women aged 18 to 21, half of them were in the ovulation phase, so they were highly fertile, And half of them were in the luteal phase, so they were no longer fertile, and in a blind study, they gave them to women to sniff. The participants never saw the women who actually wore the t-shirts, the only thing that they had to go by was scent. What they discovered is that when a woman picks up the scent of another woman who's ovulating, there's a sharp increase in their aggressiveness, there's a spike in their testosterone. The reason for this goes beyond any possible social explanation. This is deeply rooted in our biology. Women have always competed with other women for mating rights. They want to be the top woman, the most desirable woman, so that they can attract the top man. They're also scared that their male partner is gonna sleep with other women, potentially getting them pregnant, which means he's gonna have to divide his resources, which means less for her and her children. And so you see that evolution has designed women to be aggressive towards other women who are ovulating. It operates as a danger signal, She smells that and her instincts prick up saying, this woman could potentially steal my man, other men are going to want to impregnate her, or she's more desirable than me because men are going to want to have sex with her and and make her have their babies instead of me. She's my competition. By being aggressive to her, by tapping into this spike in testosterone that I've experienced after smelling her, I can drive her away. I can remove the competition, which means that it's a better playing field for me and my interests. That's the real cause of female aggression. The next study is called Intolerance of Sexy Peers, Intrasexual Competition Among Women. This study was fantastic, it was so interesting. What they did is they took a research assistant, a young woman, and they placed her in various research labs dressed in two distinct ways. On some days, she was dressed extremely provocatively and on other days, she was dressed conservatively. You can probably guess what happened. What the researchers discovered is that when she was dressed conservatively, she was largely ignored. She really barely registered on the radar of the other women in the lab. But when she was dressed provocatively, showing off her more sexual assets, the women reacted really negatively to her. They all had mean things to say about her and they acted bitchy towards her. After being basically invisible and ignored when she was dressing conservatively, as soon as she starts dressing Provocatively, she was unanimously criticized by the other women. In the additional study they did on top of this, they gave the women in the lab a chance to have follow-up interactions with the woman who was dressing provocatively, and they discovered that the women didn't want to be friends with her, they didn't want to introduce their boyfriends to her, and they wouldn't let their boyfriends spend any time alone with her. Again, this isn't social, this is biological. The women can sense on a deeply instinctual level that this woman is competition and it makes them compete with her. It makes the women feel aggressive towards her. If all the men wanna have sex with this woman, that means there's less desire for me. So by socially shunning this woman, by being bitchy towards her, hopefully I can drive her away. Let's look at this last study. This one is amazing. It's called Birds of a Feather, not when it comes to sexual permissiveness. This study was conducted at Cornell University in the US, and it had over 750 participants. What the researchers did was they wrote a short biography of a woman, and they gave it to two different groups. Both groups got the same biography except for one detail. In one of the versions, the woman had only slept with two people. In the other version, she'd slept with 20 people. The participants of the study were then asked to rank the girl in terms of how much they would like to be friends with her. And, again, the results are unsurprising, overwhelmingly the response said that the women wanted to be friends with a girl who was sexually conservative not with a girl who is sexually promiscuous. What's particularly interesting is that they discovered that even women who were sexually promiscuous themselves still preferred as a friendship to be with a woman who is sexually conservative. So this is not a case of like-minded women seeking other like-minded women. All women wanted to avoid being friends with a sexually promiscuous woman. So as you can see, slut-shaming is not some invention of men, it's not a product of the patriarchy, it's a deeply imprinted biological instinct to protect against competition from other women. Women feel aggressive towards other women as a means of protecting their own interests. Women are not pitted against each other by some sadistic male society, and anybody who tries to explain away female aggression and female competition using the patriarchy or men as the scapegoat, they're talking nonsense. Women have always competed, women are competing currently, and they will compete with each other into the future. It's always been this way. I don't think I have anything else to say on this one. I think the science speaks for itself.